1916, three silent film actors were sent an entreaty to perform a private performance for the people of San Poco, Mexico. On arrival, they realized they weren't expected to perform, but to defeat a local criminal bandit named El Guapo. Today on the podcast, Three Amigos. Welcome to Absolutely True True Crime, a deadly serious podcast. I'm Claire, and joining me are uh, uh, my two friends, Brad and Tammy. You could say that we are three friends, or three amigos, in fact. Oh, I mean, true, I suppose. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, though true, I yeah. feel like that would put us in the crime category, and I'm not quite sure I feel okay with that. Um, yes. You know, I mean, they... The, well, let's also, just talk about Also, only people who are Spanish-speaking would call themselves the three amigos, right? And I'm not Spanish-speaking, so... Well, there would have to be three of them, and they would have to uh, to agree <laughs> on that, I, I think. I, That's true, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I feel like this is there's a lot that goes into that decision. And, yeah. And I don't think any of us are willing to go there today. Uh, so... If you guys can't tell, the uh, case that we are covering today is the podcast versus the, well, following the documentary, The Three Amigos. Mm. Um, I don't want to say it's the podcast versus The Three Amigos, but we'll talk about the case as a whole and mm. see where it goes. Yeah. Um, let's start at finding out where, how, what is our, our introduction to this crime and this documentary. Claire, why don't you tell us? I think I've seen this documentary about 50 times. I've seen this a lot growing up. I don't know why, as a small child, I was repeatedly watching a documentary about Mexican bandits in 1916, but that's just the kind of child I was. Um, Yeah, I've seen this documentary so many times. Um, uh, My sister and I were big fans of it. Yeah. Uh, Brad, how about you? Yeah, I definitely saw this a fair bet. I, I think I had the VH. I know I had the VHS in college, mm. so... I believe this is absolutely one of those that was on TV a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I also saw this a lot of times. Um, and, you know, I, I would say, like, in the lens of 2023, which is when we are recording this, uh, you know, maybe not the most... Mm-hmm. appropriate in some ways but also because i feel like there's a lot of history that they could have brought up in this documentary but since that's yes. not the focus i'm okay with them not discussing like what the uh us was even like these actors were doing in mexico how they became kind of the savior look i mean there's definitely like a look and feel of this documentary that i'm like i don't know if this would work quite as well today but i don't hate it in fact i still enjoy watching it so. mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so it, an interesting look at 1916, I think. Um, so yeah, we're going back, back, back in time for this documentary. So mm. I thought we would actually just run this discussion at, kind of as the documentary, a, a bit in the direction of the documentary taking place. We'll try and talk um, through some things. Obviously, please step in, both of you, whenever you feel the need to add mm-hmm. whatever about this, because all three of us are very well-versed in this documentary and this crime. Yes. Um, so let's go ahead and jump in, shall we? Hold my hand, friends. Let's jump in. Just let's kidding. go. We're, we're not <laughs> we're not holding hands. Um no. <laughs> so uh in uh nineteen oh 
and I've already lost my place. Okay, in 1916, uh, there was a bandit by the name of El Guapo, mm-hmm. and a gang... Which I believe means the handsome one. Yeah, yeah, the handsome one. <laughs> I think he gave himself this name. Yeah, I think absolutely. I can say that El Guapo is long dead, so I think I can say that. Yeah. I, he gave himself yeah. that name, because... Mm. Which is... You know, I I'm, I wonder about that, too, because, like, okay, so, like, sometimes uh, in Latin cultures, we might call someone who's a, a bigger individual, larger individual, we might call them flaco, uh, meaning very thin. Like, there's kind of, like, that opposite, mm. like, as far as naming goes and, like, kind of almost like joke names. But um, so I'm like, did they name him El Guapo because he was not? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, calling someone tiny? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so he... That the bandit and his gang they collect um, protection money from Mexican villages, uh, specifically in this case Santa Poco, mm-hmm. uh, which is really shitty. I'll just say it. Yeah. Um, so there is a village leader, and the daughter's name is Carmen, and she is on the search for someone who can rescue the townspeople. Yes. Uh, already just kind of a sad situation going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, this whole village is like stressed out because El Guapo takes whatever form of money that the small village has. And they're willing to, uh, to pay someone 100,000 pesos. Mm-hmm. Which is huge. Which That's is huge. massive. Well, I've got here in 2020, it would have been about $641,000. Wow. Yeah. Yikes. Um, so while she's visiting a, a village church, she sees a silent film. I, I, I guess it's like a church slash movie theater. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> this village church movie theater. Yeah. She watches us. A... <laughs> They're just showing this movie for thr- for free. I was, I don't know. I was confused. Yeah. I guess people are just hanging out, chilling at the church, watching the I movie. I would love to just go to see a silent movie. There's a silent movie theater in um, LA still, but I've never, like, when I've been in LA a couple of times, I've never managed to go to it. There's like little guy at the back playing the piano and everything. Yeah. I nice. love that. Yeah. I love that there's like an actual organist playing with yeah, the silent movie. Yeah, so cool. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so Carmen visits the church theater, watches a silent film called The Three Amigos, where a trio of gunfighters protects vulnerable uh, vulnerable folks against villains. So this is, as we would know it, just a silent m- movie. So it's fakey fake Hollywood stuff. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. in this small town of Santa Poco, Carmen does not realize this and thinks, I, I guess she thinks this is basically a newsreel. Of real mm-hmm. heroes saving a yeah. village. Yeah. And so she sends a telegram asking for the three amigos, which are, is the name of the film, um, asking them to come and stop El Guapo. So, guys, let's talk about our three actors in The Three Amigos. Have you, I should say, have you guys seen any of the films that these three actors did, like from back in the day? They no. mentioned some of them in this. I've never seen any of them. And I've only watched the clips that they show in this documentary yeah, of Three yeah, Amigos. Yeah. Uh, so we've got Lucky Day, Dusty Bottoms, and Ned Nederland. Uh, Nederlander. No, thank you. Nederlander. <laughs> what are your thoughts on these three fellows, these actors? I love their outfits they're wearing. Sure. <laughs> I, I love it. Um, they're, like, they're, they're like civilian outfits. I love them. Uh, I love anytime someone's wearing a little straw hat. It gets a, a thumbs up from me. 
Um, yeah, but I wish I wish I could hunt down some of these silent movies these guys have done, but I've never been able to find any of them. Yeah, well, I know a lot, a lot of that stuff just doesn't exist anymore because, mm, you yeah. know, they weren't properly preserved. Mm. Because, well, it was expensive you know. as well, so they yeah. like, would sometimes just destroy. It's, you know, they would do that with anima- animated films as well. They would just destroy it and reuse it. Or they would just, or it would just explode because, like, film mm-hmm. was a crazy fucking thing to have. Yeah. And it was wildly explosive. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so, and and it's interesting, you know, of course, it's kind of funny, like, watching just a little clip of this, um, but they definitely come off as, like, these brave heroes, and uh, Mm -hmm. I love that one of the actresses in this, like, 1916 Mexican village has dyed her hair blonde, clearly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um... But yeah, Carmen is completely taken and she sends a telegram to be like, hey, please, please help us with this because we're, this is, you know, something needs to save our village. Um, and this boy Rodrigo who's with Carmen, is that her brother? Uh, is he her brother or just a little, uh, like a kid in the I don't village? know. I thought maybe he was her brother. Brad, do you know? I do not know. Okay. Maybe it's his donkey that she goes there on. Yeah, I mean, it's this tiny little village, so I have a feeling like everyone just knows everyone and probably, like, hangs out with everyone. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's not... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. I'm trying to see if I can find, but I don't see anywhere easily that determines if there's a relation there. Um, but anyway, so so these three actors, uh, Lucky, Dusty, and Ned, are, um, they are working for Harry Flugelman... And his production company, and that's actually the production company that put out the film Three Amigos, mm-hmm. and they uh, are demanding a salary increase for their next project. Um, and instead of giving them a salary increase, he evicts them from the studio mansion. They're, yeah, they're living in the studio mansion, which is yeah. I mean, I mean, so like old this is, yeah. This is why we, we need uh, unions. Yeah. Seriously, yeah, yeah. This is definitely pre-union work. Um, like you know, recently in the in the uh, strike, uh, the studios uh, put out the very insane message that uh, we we want these people to become homeless. Yeah, then we'll yep. break them, and that's kind of what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they even take their clothes. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, they were like gifted to them. Yeah, which, yeah, because that's the thing. So basically, I mean, they must not have really received an actual compensation or prop you know proper compensation they were just mm. basically given room and board and clothing yeah mm-hmm. uh, but they're evicted from the studio mansion they're banned from the lot and the clothes they borrowed from wardrobe are repossessed it's really a sad sight and absolutely a hundred percent agree this is why <laughs> this is why they needed unions then it's absolutely why they need unions now mm-hmm. um as we are recording the writer strike has and did but the yes, act ten- but the sad strike has not yes okay um i'm trying to keep up on it but honestly i which i love which i am so excited to say there's there are a lot of different strikes going on right now so it's it's a little oh. bit of a challenge to keep up with all of them um mm. so i'm glad i'm glad yeah. that i can't there's so many that i can't keep up with what's happening in every strike that's occurring yeah <laughs> so, seriously yeah, absolutely <laughs> we had another strike in the uk today or the train drivers were on strike good you know yeah yeah mm. absolutely yeah um, I, and and there needs to be more because in in the state of Florida and other states in the U.S., we are trying to put children back to work. Like this is it's fucking yeah. stupid. So there needs to be more strikes in more 
areas and there needs to be more unions and then dismantle the police union. So there you go. Yeah. That's a compromise. We'll give we'll, you this one union back. <laughs> yeah. This one we're throwing back. Also, no more billionaires. No more. Just yeah. not yeah. anymore. Don't need them. Yep. Yeah. Um, so after they've been like tossed <laughs> to the side, they receive Carmen's telegram and as they read it, they misunderstand it and think it, this is a job offer because, of course, they're actors. They are not this real life group called the Three Amigos. Mm-hmm. So they are like, obviously, this person needs us uh, for an acting role in Santipoco, which probably sounds very exotic to yeah. them as well. Yeah. Um, so they have to break into the studio to retrieve their clothes and then they head to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um so, uh, stopping at a cantina, they're mistaken for associates of a fast-shooting German pilot who arrived just before they did, also in search of El Guapo. My friends, what do they get to perform oh, <laughs> at this cantina? Oh, it's delightful. <laughs> they perform My Little Buttercup. <laughs> great and they do a fantastic job mm-hmm. even though it does confuse the locals a little bit the locals <laughs> i mean you could think that these guys are scary because you could just think they're utterly insane and so they're singing right. and dancing and and it's unexpected yeah. so it would be you would be thrown off like it's not what you expect but it's delightful they've like you know you've got dusty bottoms on the piano and they want to do a dance well, keep in mind it's 1916. Yeah. And they just saw this German pilot in his yeah. wacky pilot get up <laughs> yeah. and show up. Like, that's already such a weird, like, mm-hmm. thing to see that makes no sense. I And he was like a crazy murderer. So yes. I, you know, I think after that, it's like, all right, fine. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're living in kooky times. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just replaying uh, Little Buttercup on my... <laughs> I think the um, on my laptop right now, and it's such a delight just to watch the so dance. I think the barman is going <laughs> to probably retire after this because yeah, I think he's had quite a day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <coughs> um, also, I find it funny. It's like. What do Lucky, Dusty, and Ned, they're just, I mean, they're so into it, and they just assume everyone else is too. And I, I love that about them. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. I love it. I think it's great. I, I, that's why I want to see more of these guys' films, because I just think they're delightful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, then we've got Carmen uh, actually picks the three amigos up and ends up taking them to her village, where they are pampered in the best house in town. Again, Carmen believes that these three are there to save them. Mm. No. I mean, you know, we're not too far away from people being scared that a train was going to kill them in a movie theater. True. I don't think this yeah. is like the Lumiere brothers. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and, and it's just, they're, of course, pampered because they feel like they're being pampered because they're big-time Hollywood stars. They're going around signing autographs. People are like, I don't know what this is for. <laughs> no. Everyone I mean, is slightly I, listen, confused, but also excited. <laughs> there is certainly, I mean, many people can't tell the difference between fiction and nonfiction, and that's why we cover documentaries, mm-hmm. because it's important yeah, to know what reality Absolutely. is. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, so, you know, they spend the night in, in, uh, this little village, and the next morning, the three of El Guapo's men raid the village, um, and- They want some more tequila. Goes, what they wanted some more tequila. I mean, I fair. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> 
Um, but the, the three amigos uh, feel like, oh, this must be part of the show. So they're going to do their Hollywood style stunt show. Uh, I wish they had sung My Little Buttercup again. Like a little private <laughs> well, show not, for these This three. is not the time nor the place, mm, Claire, for that. That's true. <laughs> um, clearly, El Guapo's guys are also confused <laughs> by what is going on yeah. with this faux stunt show. Um, El Guapo's men, filthy, just filthy. <laughs> these guys. Uh, I just am like, please, someone hand them a shower. This is so. Oh, bandits. Um, so the bandits ride off, and the villagers, of course, think that they've at least defeated the enemy for now, since they didn't stick around. Mm-hmm. Um, and in reality, the men just go tell El Guapo uh, what happened. <laughs> And so they're going to plan on returning the next day to just kill three amigos. Like, this is ridiculous. We don't need to deal with this faux nonsense. Mm-hmm. These three weirdos in- <laughs> infiltrating the village that we've infiltrated. Yeah. Uh, you know, and while El Guapo and his men are planning to kill the three amigos the next day, the town throws the biggest party I've ever seen in 1916 ever. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, I want to go to this party. There's live bands. Yeah. There is fireworks. Pinatas. Everyone is dressed to the nines. Yeah. It's a wild time. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. I want to go. It's a lot. It looks so fun. I bet the yeah. food's amazing. Oh, yeah. But there's lots Absolutely. of tequila. Definitely. Yeah. I'm all for that. Let's bring on the tequila. <laughs> <laughs> And you've got, like, you know, Ned talking to all the children and telling them stories. And he, Ned's actually, like, out of the three, is kind of the youngest, so he probably just feels more comfortable with, like, younger kids and stuff. Well, we just, also like, hanging out versus... find out as well that he's always wanted to open a, a shelter for homeless children. Yeah. Yeah, he just, he just you know, he likes kids, but not in a yeah. creepy way. <laughs> yeah, it's very difficult to say that nowadays, mm-hmm. but also... Um, Lucky and Dusty are just, like, partying it up at the actual party. Mm-hmm. Um, Dusty with e- all the women around him. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's not my cup of tea either, but, you know, mm-hmm. this is, 1916 was a different time, so. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Um, the next morning, El Guapo and his gang, they go to Santa Poco and call them out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But of course, our friends, Three Amigos, think that this is another show. You know, this case is so wild to me because there's there's actual crimes going on, which really is the bandits, El Guapo and his bandits. But like, there's this other layer that it's just like, how did you guys not... I understand there's a language barrier. There's things you guys are actors but this is crazy to me at the second point where el guapo now shows up with his men Mm. that you know it it just feel like it takes a little bit for them catch on (laughs) that this might be a dangerous situation i feel like they've never been out of hollywood before well the thing is you know 1916 like honestly hollywood's the new thing Mm. they they probably were doing touring shows Mm. you know that's probably where they started they this was probably I, I'm like, I don't know, pre-Vaudeville, but, you know, mm. just traveling shows. So they've probably done stuff that's not too dissimilar from this. Wild. Yeah. Just a wild time. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, uh, um, uh, Buffalo Bill's uh, Wild West show. Oh, yeah. Oh, true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that kind of thing would be would be going on. Mm. Yeah. Um, You know, and it, it before they realize, like, that you know, El Guapo is the real deal, and they still think, like, this is some other stunt actor. 
Um, they just are like, they're they're trying to help El Guapo out, telling him like, hey, this is, you know, you're not really supposed to use a real gun. Yeah. This is dangerous. <laughs> yeah, do this. If we say they this, think then they're helping say that. out like, yeah, they think they're helping out a real like stunt actor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're being very helpful. Uh, but yeah, uh, Buffalo Bill's Wild West show. Um, they ended in 1930. Oh wow! Yeah. Uh, so. The guys finally realize, like, a- after Lucky gets shot at, then uh, they realize, okay, this is actually for real. Um, and they don't know what to do, clearly, so they beg for mercy. They start crying. <laughs> yeah, they all start crying. Yeah. Uh, these I mean, he's manly been shot, men but it is are... just a graze, come on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it is, but still. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a little too real, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so El Guapo allows the amigos to live and then lets his men loot the village and ki- they kidnap Carmen. And they leave Santa Poco. Uh, they leave Santa Poco. Poco. Santa Poco. I can't speak today. <laughs> they Good day to podcast. Uh, they leave Santa Poco in humiliation. <laughs> hey, Tommy, I mean, Tommy. Shit's tough yes. in the SP. <laughs> You are correct. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, this person who brought them to this town to save their village mm-hmm. is kidnapped. I mean, it's really just tragic. Yeah. Also, Guapo and his men are very disgusting. They're so disgusting. Ugh. Just yeah. so much sweatiness yeah. in here. Like, I could smell this documentary, you know? Yeah. And when, like, when this guy goes over and he's, like, rolling that cigar mm. in his mouth. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Just gross. Just disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. And, and so, of course, like, when they're looting and everything, I mean, they're burning shit down. It's really, it's no, it's no bueno. Mm. Um, so after the, the amigos kind of like are humiliated, uh, Ned persuades Lucky and Dusty to go after El Guapo, can as they say, have nothing worth going back can we to. Can you say Ned, best person? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, he's best great. guy. Yeah. Yeah. How could anyone dislike Ned? Yeah, exactly. Best, Can't nobody best guy. I want to watch all the little, like, I don't little Neddy films. I want to find them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> watch them all. Yeah, we need to find all of Ned's films, watch them, and enjoy them yeah. because everyone enjoys little Ned's films. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, there's something wrong with you. And who hurt you? Are Seriously. you okay? Yeah. 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 Um, do you not know what joy is? Yeah. I mean, I know there's a lot, there's a lot of kooky contrarians out there that'll try to do things for clicks. But if somebody were ever so bold to question, does anyone like, uh, Lil Ned? I I think, like, immediately that person would no longer be considered a serious human being. Yeah, everyone likes Ned. Men, women, tortoises, they all love Ned. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and look, like... I'm barely taking you seriously if you're a reviewer of any kind anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you don't like Little Ned's films, then I don't think you should be a reviewer of anything because mm-hmm. you're fucking terrible. So, Definitely. There, yeah. I said it. I uh, support Little Ned. Yeah. Justice for Little Ned. Justice for Little Ned. <laughs> um, yeah. So Ned persuades Lucky and Dusty to go after El Guapo. And um, the reason he does this is because they have nothing left or worth going back to in America. And this is their chance to actually be real heroes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I'm just like rushing by this fire that was set in this town. And it really depresses me. Yeah. These sad. people already just said nothing. Yeah. It's like, ugh. 
really. It's very depressing. Um, so while they are walking, they see, or after they've made this decision, they spot a plane and they follow it, and it is flown by the German. And Ned recognizes and the plane because it was in one of the silent films he was in. Yeah. And uh, they have brought over a shipment of rifles for the gang. Because it's El Guapo's 40th birthday party, mm. sir. I think it's been his 40th <laughs> birthday for a long time. People people aged fast back then. <laughs> it's very true. People aged fast in the 80s. So yeah, probably 1916. <laughs> yeah. He's probably right. actually like at, 23. Yeah, because I look at pictures from like the 80s and I'm like, wow, that is an old looking teenager. <laughs> like, and it wasn't just someone being played a teenager on TV. Yeah. It's like, no, those teens look old. Yeah. <laughs> those teens look like they're in their 20s. 20 year olds look like they're in their 40s and 40 year olds are pretty much dead. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a real wild time. Um, uh, as someone who's in their 40s, I feel like this is what 40s look like. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> and it is not an El Guapo 40. I will <laughs> tell you that much. Oh, <laughs> Brad, when you're in your 40s, may you not be an El Guapo 40. (laughs) (laughs) I wish that upon you, friend. Oh, El Guapo. Mm. Um, Just wild. Uh, (laughs) And what a birthday party. He's going to be... El Guapo's 40th birthday is being prepared, and he plans to... Uh, assault uh, Carmen mm-hmm. for that night. So that's that's cool. Yeah. Great Just... birthday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so at this point in time, the three amigos uh, are going to jump over the wall somehow. Mm. <laughs> Um, but they're going to infiltrate and attack El Guapo and his men uh, with mixed results. Lucky is immediately captured yeah. and chained in a dungeon. Du- uh, Dusty crashes into Carmen's room. Shocking, I know. Uh, and Ned ends up suspended from a pina- piñata. Oh, mm-hmm. poor, poor little Ned. Yeah, he's so small. <laughs> It's <laughs> so tiny. Um, you know, heroes have no size. He really is a little <laughs> buttercup. <laughs> um, so uh, Lucky frees himself, uh, but Dusty and Ned are discovered, and then they're held hostage. Yeah, yeah. They're, I mean, Ned literally comes yeah. out of the sky. <laughs> As true heroes. Like, I don't do. know how he's, he didn't die, yeah. but... Yeah, he just... I don't know how he stayed up there that long. It's a very yeah. sticky piñata. A, a piñata sticky? I don't know. I don't know. I have no clue. I don't know. I have no clue. I don't know. Um, the German who is there having brought all those rifles and things to El Guapo uh, recognizes Ned mm. and uh, has idolized Ned in Ned's ability to be quick drawing and gun spinning pistol skills mm. and that's what uh, the German picked up as in childhood yeah which is kind of strange to me because I'm like how much older is Ned than this German yeah I mean Ned maybe Ned has reverse El Guapo syndrome that he looks a lot younger than he is maybe he's the oldest <laughs> they call him little Ned because he's like quite quite short but really he's like a 65 year old man well, yeah, yeah, that's like, you know, we saw um, that documentary um, uh, Clifford, mm-hmm. and, you know, that was oh, also yeah. a similar yeah, situation. Yeah, that's true. Very true. That's so. true. Mm. Very true. Mm. Um, well, because he saw Ned's skills, uh, his pistol skills, he challenges him to a shootout. Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of wild. This guy's a scary wild. dude as well, like. Oh, the German? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> yeah. 
Well, this was, I mean, you know, we're in the middle of World War One, and the, the Germans were very much trying to get Mexico mm. to join in the war. Yeah. Um, and the idea was, the promise was that, hey, if you help us join the war, and, uh, you know, then we will help you uh, get back the lands that America stole from mm. you. So, I mean, it makes sense. Also, Mexico right now, it's like we're we're in revolutionary times and yeah. uh, the people in charge are also like Wilson is uh backing them in the US mm. and it's just fucking trash and that's what leads to all this chaos. Mm. So, uh I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so also, El Guapo has, like, all the men. He's got so many men in this village. Mm-hmm. They all love him as uh, well. Sorry, uh, they, all really, they all really love him. Yeah. Like, they make him a yeah. nice jumper. Which is adorable. <laughs> like, I was like, did, wait, uh, wait, did, um, did his, like, little second in command, like, did he knit that jumper? I feel like he did. I feel like everyone, like, possibly. put in, like, the there... money for the wool, but he knitted it. I mean, there are a few women running around this village that we do see, so... I- I'm assuming, like, you know, El Guapo forced one of them to knit him a, mm. a sweater, but... Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so Ned is going to... Uh, <laughs> sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm also kind of, you know, scanning through the documentary, and there are just parts that I just can't help but laugh at. <laughs> um, so, even though it is a serious crime, let's yes. be clear, yes. it's a serious crime. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Ned and the German are going to have a quick draw and... Um, and the part I was kind of a little laughing at is because when Ned is handed the gun, it's very heavy for little Ned. Yeah, because he's it's about as big as he is. Yeah, like they give him a, the biggest gun they yeah. have. I'm like, this is this is not appropriate to his size. No. Um, but yeah, so I oh, and then El Guapo's men kissing him. Yeah, like good luck. Again, I can yeah. I can smell this documentary, and in that bit, I can taste it. I was like, Whoa, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> do not like <laughs> no it's gross um yeah by this time uh lucky is out kind of like he's seeing the whole thing from like a bird's eye mm. view and he's actually very surprised to see little ned up against this german yeah this beady-eyed german yeah um but yeah uh ned ends up shooting and killing the german yeah he's very quick yeah. yeah, yeah, he does have those skills. So even as an actor, say it again. He probably trained with a stunt person or something. So best amigo, best one. Yeah, best mm-hmm. guy. Yeah, so he kills a German, and uh, Lucky holds El Guapo at gunpoint long enough for Carmen and the amigos to escape in the German's plane. Yeah. So they return to Santa Poco with El Guapo's army in pursuit, of course. Yeah. Um, and like I said, just a ton of them, just so many of them. And Apparently so, it takes them, like, three days to get there because they get a lot of stuff done I mean, in Santa Pogo before they arrive. I mean, they're, they're in a plane and That's these true. guys are, you know. That's true. Yeah, yeah I, it takes a while. I mean, they're just on horseback mm-hmm. here. Um, I mean, that plane is barely off the ground, but yeah. so it's even still, it's, uh... <laughs> yeah. Um... But yeah, so they go back to the village uh, to return Carmen, but also they know they're being followed and El Guapo's going to be there. Uh, I think but I think Ned is now more confident after killing that German. Definitely. He's mm-hmm. like taking charge. So yeah, and again, he wants to help the village. So uh, he and well, all the amigos rally the village to the villagers to stand up for themselves. Yeah. Um, at first, they're 
a little uncertain as what they're good at is just sewing. I feel like that's fair. Yeah. I would also mm-hmm. be uncertain. Um, but the three amigos draw some inspiration from one of their films, uh, where they have the villagers Amigos, create... amigos, amigos. Yeah. I want to see have... that film. <laughs> they have the villagers create, uh, improvised amigos costumes, which I love so much. Oh. Use their <laughs> sewing, uh, creativity, uh, yeah. to the max. Uh, and so when the bandits arrive, they are shot at by amigos from all sides. So it's really just kind of like a confusion tactic as well. Mm-hmm. And then they fall in hidden trenches that they've created. Yeah, like massive, like a, you know, a massive pond type thing. <laughs> As one does. Like a quicksand. Um, They've got like pretty hardcore sewing machines, by the way, for being back in 1916. Mm. Yeah. Um, old school, obviously, old school sewing yeah. machines. But these folks are very skilled at it. Um. But yeah, so they they go into the hidden trenches. El Guapo's men either ride off or are shot. Mm -hmm. um, And he takes a fatal wound. So before he dies, the villagers dressed as the amigos step out to confront him. Yeah. Uh, So he knows. Yeah. So, yeah, I love it. I love it so much. Um, Yeah, before he dies, the villagers, they uh, confront him and El El Guapo congratulates them, then shoots Lucky in the foot before dying. Yeah. He's, he's like, hey, I'm a little stinker too. Bang, bang. Um, and the villagers offer the amigos all the money they have, but the amigos yeah. refuse with, uh, our reward is that justice has been done. And then they ride Aww. off into the sunset. Do you reckon they ride off into the sunset and immediately die of hunger and thirst? Because <laughs> they have no food or drink because they give you money. <coughs> yeah, yeah. You know. I, it's, it's a wild, you know... I mean, it, it's a lot actually that happens in this documentary, but all very mm-hmm. fast because I think this documentary mm-hmm. is, um, you know, being a little old school. It kind of goes by rather mm-hmm. quickly. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm surprised. So this this documentary that the three of us watched came out in '86. Yeah. Um, so I wonder, like, where those records were found years later for it to become become a documentary from a 1916, yeah. uh, you know, event. I know. Where it was recorded, I have no idea. I couldn't find any information on it. Huh. I'm just glad it was. Indeed. Um, anything else you guys want to add? Um, any thoughts or feelings mm. about this documentary? I feel like I went by it again. I, I feel like I went through it really quick, but also it's a very quick documentary. So it's yeah. not... Yeah, <laughs> it yeah, was... yeah. <laughs> um, Ned Needlander, hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, true hero. True hero, amazing guy. Um, hope he went on to do great things. We don't really know what happened to any of these guys. Yeah, much like well, they were oh, heard from. So yeah, a lot of actors in in that time in that silent uh, film era. There were like a handful that were pretty much in everything, mm-hmm. um, and then there were the rest of the actors that we just kind of you know they kind of came and went, and we didn't really hear much yeah. about them. Yeah. I wonder if they would have, like, their career would have survived anyway in Hollywood, like, with the, like, Invention of the Talkies and stuff. But then they could sing and dance, I guess, so they probably would have been alright. Yeah. I mean, I would like to think they were fine, but, I mean, um, I feel like Ned probably went ahead and, and really did some kind of so- social work type thing, mm. you know? Yeah. I, I, I think that this prob- this clearly was his calling. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be open to his, his children's home. Yeah. 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 But yeah, we don't know what happened to the rest. Like, who knows? So, 
Yeah. If anyone knows, if anyone's found anything on the internet, then let us know. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of hate we don't know, but yeah, it is what it is. We can just assume and assume all the pleasant things that happen. Absolutely. And also this little village, so that we don't actually know the name of the little village um, that they helped in Mexico either. Um, which again, it's just like, oh, I don't, you know. I wonder if there's a statue um, to them in the village. Oh my god, I would love that so much. Or if this village like just got eaten up by like a nearby town, you know. Wait, so isn't it, isn't it Santa Poco? Oh, Santa Poco, oh, yeah. Sorry, yes. yes. No, I yeah. keep thinking El Guapo's in Sa- Santa Poco, but no. I don't yes. know where El Guapo's at. But maybe yeah. Santa Poco like got eaten up by another yeah, you know, I think town, yeah. you know. I don't, yeah, I don't it's know so if it still exists yeah. as such. Field trip. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I would love if there's some sort of uh, statue. That would be a fantastic. Yeah, because um, yeah, I've, I mean, I've technically been to Mexico, but not really. So mm. I would like to go at some point. Um, I'd like to go to a lot of places. Brad and I were talking about this the other day that I'm going to just start uh, fake planning trips. So mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I'm going to plan a lot of exotic trips. I'm going to uh, save, uh, oh. you know, what what hotels I'm going to, what what things I'm going to do when I'm there, um, all of the things. And then when I see these, the amount that it would cost for me to go to these trips, <laughs> I will scurry back into my hole. I, I found, uh, <laughs> I googled uh, yeah. Santa Poco and I found a um, an article on Reddit where someone has just posted photos of um, the three actors, three amigos, and has said, remember the heroes of the Battle of Santa Poco, Mexico, on the 5th of May, 1960. Oh. So now we know exactly when it took place, you know, all these events. Yeah, well, there's like a little might picture also of just pretty be... sweet. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, then, if nothing else on there. Like we mentioned, this is the documentary, Three Amigos, so you can always mm-hmm. uh, get a copy and watch it. I, It's a high recommend for me. Yes, definitely. Um, Brad, so what there's, about you? There's that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> what if we find out Brad hated this? Yeah. <laughs> after like, all of these oh, no. years, after all these years. Um, no, and I just think it's a fun, like, I mean, the crime itself is not fun, clearly. But the, the idea that these actors in 1916, uh, you know, saved a town, mm. were not unionized, got uh, thrown out of their homes with no, no way to live or survive, and then mm. saved a town. So, and became heroes. Yeah. It's just a, it's a really heartwarming story in that way. Yeah. All right, Brad, what's next on our little podcast here? Friends, it is time for Judge, Jury, and Executioner. I think you mean Judge, Amigo, and Other Amigo. Um, no. Oh. That would be, I mean, that would be very weird, because then there would just be a judge listening to a couple of friends talk, and, uh, I'm... That's then, what I'm about for? to do as the judge! <laughs> Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. But I mean, I, there, that's missing a, a, a bit of conflict, which I think is okay. going to be necessary. What if I so give in, you guys booze hmm? and you fight each other? What? Why, I, would, why we, would we fight? Uh, yeah. I think we'd just be like, it's a party. Because then it's, cause then it's yeah. conflict. If you, if you give me tequila, <laughs> I'm well, not if I the give fighting you tequila, kind of tequila and I don't give any to Brad. Oh, I'm not I would share. Anyway, yeah, so. he's not, but if he oh. wanted some, I would actually share if he wanted. Damn it, my plan is not working. <laughs> I mean, I'll drink it, but like, if I don't have any tequila, I'm, I'm yeah, fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I just rediscovered that I had tequila left in my freezer yesterday, and I was very excited that I had some. Nice. <laughs> I, was like, 
I did not know. And then Dan brought it up. He's like, you know, we have tequila in the freezer still. And I was like, what? We do? How <laughs> was I not aware like, of this? Wow. And then I was like, slurp, slurp, slurp. So Thank you very Brad, much. Please, can I be the jury? Um, no, because we, not, we will not have a jury on our podcast because oh. we don't want riffraff. No riffraff. Sorry. No. Okay. Uh, no, we will have a judge. We will have a prosecution. We will have a defense. And that is what we will have. Okay. I will be the judge in that case. Right. I've so just well. decided. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we already decided. So. <laughs> no, I've just decided. I think the little spinny wheel had nope. decided. No, nope. <laughs> it was me just now. I think uh, keemk.com or whatever the fuck. Nope. I think that decided. Nope. It was me. Nope. I decided it. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, I am the judge, so prepare to be judged, guys. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to my judge room, otherwise known as a court. Uh, All right. Court is in session. If you guys have any delicious Mexican food for me, I would love it while I'm listening to you guys. Um, um, can I just say, I love that the judge, I think, just uh, gaveled out the uh, Terminator 2 <laughs> um, <laughs> song. <laughs> Yeah, I absolutely did. What of it? Do I have to throw you out of my court? Mm. I said I love it. I love it. Well, I love you. So there we go. Uh, just just have it noted that uh, Brad is number one at the moment. So do better right. to it. What the? <laughs> anyway, wow. I am the I mean, judge. I, I would make you Mexican food. Can I just buy you like really good Mexican food? Because if you don't want me to make food. Yeah, that will do. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Can you please buy me some good tamales. Here you go. you. Oh yeah, you do like tamales. Here's I some do tamales. Love tamales. Thank you very much. Oh, I just did I give you these churros? Sorry, I just got these these nice fresh churros. They're still warm. Oh, Brad, you speak my I language. <laughs> brought you a Mexican hot chocolate. <gasps> oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> keeps getting better. Oh, my God. If someone, oh, if where someone did this can Mexican bring me... hairless cat come from? Oh. <laughs> okay, who's going to bring me Salma Hayek next? Because they're going to be the winner. Oh, she's right over here. Wow. Salma, meet Judge Claire. Hi. Hi, Salma. You can sit next I to me. I wouldn't share. I would, I would not share. I would not share. <laughs> I, I would understand. <laughs> oh, Anyway, that was a wild opening to this case. Uh, I would like to hear from the, the prosecution. I would like to hear what charges you are bringing. What's going on? What's, what's happening, oh. prosecution? All right, so... Hey, Tam Tam. Hey. Hey. Uh, I'm absolutely putting <laughs> El Guapo on trial. <laughs> There's a, no... Um, the, you I, mean I the handsome one? The handsome one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would love to put him on trial for calling himself handsome, but I actually do think, like, that could be a joke name, so I'll leave it, but... El Guapo, you're you're on thin ice with me with that name. That's <laughs> really rude. I do not think lying to people, <laughs> calling yourself El Guapo, is uh, accurate or honest. Um, but no, I'm gonna put him on charges for uh, first of all extortion of Santa Poco. He has uh, been taking their money. He's been stealing from them. Um, and he originally was just doing threats of violence uh, by bringing all of his men and their guns and riding their horses into town. And then the next charge I'm actually bringing is he 
um, burn their town. He tried to burn their town to the ground. Um, although a lot of them, he, they must have very fire retardant housing because a lot of mm-hmm. the houses were still standing. But he did uh, set all of their houses on fire. So that is arson. So a charge of extortion, a charge of arson, um, mm-hmm. and a charge of kidnapping of Carmen. He just scooped that woman up and stole her and took her from Santa Poco all the way to whatever village he lives in. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's several days away. And he also planned, it was a planning of a rape of Carmen, which mm-hmm. is just <laughs> horrific. Um, So I've got those four charges. And then I've got one charge also for Hefe, which is his right-hand man. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, uh, well, the charge is that Hefe... Needs a buff. Uh, what happened? He needs no, a well, Yeah, they owned. Look, I, you know, I'm, it's 1916 and whatever little village they had in Mexico that El Guapo's people lived in. So maybe they didn't have soap and water available to them. I don't know. I don't know what the situation is. It was very dirty all in that town. But no, uh, Jefe, I am saying that he, his charge is uh, non-consensually kissing Ned before Ned was in the fight with the German. Okay. So non-consensual kissing. I mean, wouldn't everyone back in the day want to kiss little Ned? Yes, but you need to get consent, Claire. Mm, This is consent, Claire. That's fine. I would agree to that. (laughs) I would hope so! consent court yes (laughs) we are in consent court today i'm concerned that we had to clarify (laughs) i've put a sign above the door that says today we are in consent court tomorrow okay who knows oh goodness yeah i might not show up to court tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) Um, those are my charges okay thank you very much in non-consent court you get the bookie look thrown at you (laughs) you do yeah, my big old because Russell Brand uh, presides oh, over. Yes, yeah, Russell Brand is on the payroll. He's uh, you get oh. his big bookie work thrown at you. God, please, nobody wants no. that. Nobody wants that. No, I'm never showing up to that court. That's a very <laughs> no, dangerous do not, court. Do not. <laughs> oh. All right. So defense. Uh, thank you, prosecution. Defense, uh, would you like to uh, do your opening argument? And do, would you like to do any counter charges? I'll allow it today. Um, this is consent court, I, after all. Yes, of course, of course. Uh, let me just say, what we have here, it is 1916. Mm-hmm. It, this is, we are in the middle of World War One. Also, we are in Mexico. In 1916, Mexico, we're in the middle of, like, a very tumultuous period. Mm-hmm. Like, Mexico is, like, not doing well. And, it, like, the, the people in charge... It's a wildly awful, corrupt government um, that is currently uh, supported by the United States and Woodrow Wilson. And uh, Woodrow Wilson, like, could go on the list as, like, one of the most racist modern presidents, which really says a lot. (laughs) He's definitely high on the list. 
overall. I mean, if we're not talking about, like, the founding fathers that all owned slaves directly, which I think that skews the numbers a little bit, but even still, I think Wilson is still real, real up there and just, like, real racist guy. Like, just in his core, just why, like, in that kind of racism that, like, like, is so specific to that era Mm -hmm. where it's, like, we're in, like, some real, like, uh, like, race science skull measuring times, like, core, to their core, racist. Wow. Like, awful shitholes. Yes. Uh, That's Woodrow Wilson. So he's supporting the current Mexican government, which doesn't have much longer before everything blows apart again. Mm -hmm. Um, But, just to put that in context, what we've got going on here is the, the, we have the German who's come in trying to recruit Mexico to, to the war. Um, against the United States, largely. And he goes to El Guapo, which to me says El Guapo is clearly a counter-revolutionary force. Yep. That probably if things had gone differently, uh, he would have been a he would have been a real contender for power and could have reshaped history for Mexico. So I think we have to take that into context of what he's doing here and what's going on and why it seems this this documentary is clearly showing us one side of an issue. We're looking at this one very small point of this this event happening in this town and it's we're like oh don't we feel so bad for this for this town for these people for Carmen oh it's I mean it, it is suspiciously uh like uh, one-sided we're not seeing the the greater issues that are going on in Mexico like why because if El Guapo is a counter-revolutionary force which clearly he is he's allying with the Germans with the idea that they will eventually take back lands stolen by the United States. I don't know why the prosecution wants to defend the United States and no, Woodrow Wilson. No, I'm trying Wilson. to defend Santa Poco, Mexico. That's what I'm trying to defend. And what are they trying to defend? Why? What's going just on Just their there? little sewing. That's all they do. It's just a town of seamstresses. Aww. My grandmother was a seamstress. Are you trying to say seamstresses are evil somehow? Brad, uh, do you my also, grandmother was also My grandmother was also a seamstress. <laughs> Everyone's she, grandmother she, was I, a seamstress. I was say, I'm pretty sure everyone's, everyone's grandmother was a seamstress. <laughs> Yeah. Which I love so much. We don't yeah, need to mention this. This is just a thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, <coughs> so, yeah. This town, I believe this town is uh, affiliated uh, with uh, um, the current presiding uh, Mexican government. Mm. I feel like this, clearly, uh, they are forces that are hostile to El Guapo uh, trying to uh, uh, revive uh, Mexican lands. I think they... I think they are complicit with the awful Mexican government that is wildly corrupt at this time. And uh, I think that's what's going on here. So what does that have to do with extortion, kidnapping, (laughs) planning a rape, arson? Um, We're going to go through these one time. Um, Kissing that. (laughs) Extortion. It's like, yeah, hey, stop... uh, 
yeah, this town is uh, paying their taxes to the corrupt Mexican government. No, thank you. Uh, you should be supporting us. We we are actually fighting for the people. You guys are being shills for the man. No, thank you. I'm sorry. This is how revolutions work. You have to cut off the ties to the government. So that's how that works. Um, they are resisting. There's arson. This is messy. War is messy. I, this is how uh, revolutions are messy. It happens. There's there's arsons. Extortion. I don't see that as extortion. I see that as redirecting the funds to where they should be going. If the fucking United States of America was not supporting the current Mexican government, then these money this money would be going to the proper government, not a weird puppet government uh, run by rich assholes. <laughs> and clearly, El Guapo is represents the counter-revolutionary force that should be in charge. So there's that. We've talked about how how much his his men support him and love him. I think there's a reason for that, and we see what that is, is because he's actually fighting for Mexican, for, for Mexico, for Mexican history, for the betterment of the country. And, I, you know, a lot of people are just fine to, like, say, yeah, I'll just let the people in charge do whatever they want. What do I care? I'm sorry, you can't sit on the sidelines. That's fucking bullshit. So, no, no, absolutely not. Um, um, as for the kidnapping, I... Obviously, kidnapping's terrible. You shouldn't be kidnapping people. But Carmen is clearly uh, fighting against his counter-revolutionary forces. Mm. She is an she's an instigator, and this is what's going on. They are. It's not that they're just kidnapping some woman. This is a woman that has tried to bring in outside forces from America, from America that stole their land. She's literally bringing in a. <laughs> Americans. She's bringing in a hero. His name is Ned. And if you try and say Ned is not a hero, you can fuck all the way out of this court right now. Um, I've never said that. Ned is beloved. Mm -hmm. He's a hero. And that we is who she is Ned. bringing in. Did you not see that town. statue of Ned Niederlander in the, the forecourt of this court? I mean, oh, just saying. I love him. He's the best. Yeah. But he is American. And I think we have to agree that that is clearly problematic. He has a Dutch surname. True. <laughs> true. Very true. Uh, but he is certainly a white American. Mm. And given the context of what America has done to Mexico and is doing at this time, and that El Guapo is directly fighting against... I mean, come on. Ridiculous. Uh, no, we cannot have people, like, allying with Woodrow fucking Wilson. No, we can't. We can't have that shit going on. No, that's gotta be stopped. So, I think once you bring in American forces, I think, yeah, I think, I think that explains why there's, why there's arson, why this escalates, why there is what, <coughs> what prosecution is labeled a kidnapping. I say Absolutely it is a kidnapping. We are removing a seditious influence. Mm. You, so. you can go ahead and relabel it however you'd like. It's still kidnapping. Mm. She was taken without so. consent and this is consent court. This is consent court. Mm. I, I agree. How about the planning of her rape for his birthday? Um, his a birthday gift to himself, planning somebody's rape. Yeah, that's weird. That's weird. 1916, though, is fucking weird. Um, but you know what? There wasn't a rape. We're talking about planning a rape. I mean, it's fucking weird. You shouldn't be, shouldn't be raping. 
definitely shouldn't be raping. Um, now planning a rape, I think is is a different thing. It's it's a it's a mind crime. This doesn't exist. There's not it's not a crime. There's nothing happening here. You're talking about it, but you're not. There's listen. People talk a lot of shit, and a lot of weirdos talk a lot of weird shit. And sadly, we just that's just not a thing we prosecute people for. You people you can't prosecute people for planning weird things that aren't gonna happen. It would have happened if Ned wasn't there to save the day because he is a true hero. Yes, uh, he is. I, we don't. We can't know that. We can't know that. I know that in my heart. I do also know that in my heart. And uh, in my, in my for, soul and my um, spirit. As for the non-consensual kissing, uh, little Ned, I think we've all said that he's just an adorable little fella. <laughs> he is, I mean, an adorable little fella. And when you're a counter-revolutionary, that's ah, it's been, it's just such a hard life. You know, you're just fighting for your country, Dana. And then this adorable little fella's right there. Ah, you, you slip up. You slip up sometimes. And I mean, should we not forgive? Should we not forgive? I think we should forgive. That's why I my notes on this for the non-consensual kissing of Ned is slip up two question marks and <laughs> forgive three question marks. <laughs> so I'm just I'm sharing my internal feedback. Whoopsie, you. my tongue just fell in your mouth. Hey, <laughs> what's the daisy? But I guess I should he's expect an adorable little fellow. He is a, he's nothing less from fella. someone who thinks kidnapping and planning a rape is. <coughs> I guess that's just weird. Plan- it's just kind of weird. Plan- planning a rape is weird. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know why you think, don't think planning a rape is weird. I think it's weird. I just don't think it's a crime. So I think well, you're weird. <laughs> People can talk a lot of shit. People can talk a lot of shit. Okay. I would like to hear from the prosecution again, just in a more structured, Absolutely. structured way. Um, I would <coughs> this love is also to cough believe. call, I apologise. Oh my goodness, I'm sorry, I just got delivered a coffee in a very efficient manner. Wow, <laughs> did it arrive by a beagle? Because it sounds Ex- like it. Expeditiously and efficiently <coughs> is what I'd like to say. Excellent. It sounded like um, Sammy just walked in with a coffee on his back. It was like, yeah, yeah. Sammy go. walked in with a coffee on his back and uh, delivery. Nice. Um, I'm sorry. It's uh, it's been a, a apparently a day for me that I need coffee at four forty. Um, okay. So back to this case. Uh, so I would love to believe that we knew for a fact that El Guapo was a revolutionary. Like, I would love that for him. What a journey. What a a talent he would have had. But we have no indication that that is the case at all. And as far as his people loving him, his people were scared of him because immediately when, um, the three amigos killed the Germans- Why did the Germans go to him? Why did the Germans go to him? Um, you said in our discussion that German guy was freaking scary. That guy is scary. I'm not trusting that German guy. (laughs) Bringing El Guapo guns for his birthday. Not trusting that German guy either. Um, Those people didn't love him. They were concerned for their own safety. They lived in his whatever town that was. Uh, The El Guapo compound. Immediately, yeah, and immediately when El Guapo uh, was, or sorry, the German was defeated by the three amigos and they were leaving and fleeing on their way to that um that plane el guapo's people came out cheering them they were very excited for the amigos to to overtake uh this rule that they have been forced to live under so if he's a counter-revolutionary force he is a fucking worst person it's not that these his people did not love him at all um except for for jefe which jefe has his own fucking problems with consent and just 
I mean, you look, that is adorable. Salma Hayek, beautiful. I'm not just non-consensually kissing either one of them. Oh. Um, though, you know, they're very attractive and cute people. They absolutely are. Um, so... So I do not believe that he was a counter-revolutionary force. I think he'd like to think of himself as one. I think he'd like to think of himself as a great leader, but nobody actually liked him because he was, uh, he just basically ruled with an iron fist and kept these people scared. And he did that by doing things like extortion of a small town. You say that this town was probably paying government taxes and he was just trying to refunnel that that money to his revolutionary, his counter-revolutionary force. However, if they had to pay taxes, do you don't think the government was still taking money from them? So he was taking more money from them. So this town of seamstresses had nothing. They had less than nothing. They had and a lot of black not material. Only I wondered he, where they got all the black material from. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I don't know. Yeah, because I didn't see any like sheep or anything mm. that they were like shearing or mm. cotton. They were like I don't know what they have like uh, material wise, like how they they created uh, um, material in Mexico in 1916. Mm. That would be interesting to look at during a different yeah. time. Uh, and he absolutely killed Carmen. I don't care what his reasons are. He fucking did it. Not he didn't he, kill her. He kidnapped he, her. Uh, yeah, kidnapped her. He kidnapped her. He took her, and he did not. Um, she did not consent to leaving and she absolutely was trying to bring specifically the three amigos into town because she saw a film which she thought was real where they were also taking down other people who were extorting other small towns so she thought that they could um, be of assistance she unfortunately did not know that they were just actors but they did in the end rally and help that small town uh, bring down El Guapo and his men um, and planning a rape. I mean... So she believed a propaganda film in which uh, America helped helped uh, fight off... Uh, um, what, People what that were extorting and killing a yeah. small town. People that were killing and, mm, and yeah, extorting from a yeah. small town, which is exactly what El Guapo's men did. And if he really cared about that town, he absolutely would not have set the town on fire. There were small children in this town, a lot, which, at, which we saw. after they brought in American forces. American, we, they brought in the three amigos. Let's be clear, that is not American forces. These are guys who were like thrown what? out of their Hollywood homes. Again, <laughs> they were, I'm they just were, saying what it looked, They were le- living on the street yeah, without people, clothes. They had to steal <laughs> clothes back. They had yeah, to steal clothes. Clearly, clearly this is not, you know, what. It, but the, the implication of what is being done is very clear. It's the less implication, clear to us, obviously, with our modern eyes. Yeah, the implication uh, is that then. Carmen was scared for her town and the children that lived in her town, which clearly El Guapo could give a shit about. And he set fire to their home and stole the one person who clearly was just the only one that was trying to do anything to help their small town because everyone else including the her dad who is the kind of i guess the leader of this little village in Santa mm-hmm. Poco wasn't doing anything and didn't think they could do anything so she mm-hmm. took it upon herself she's actually a hero as well i love carmen she so is much she's an absolute hero yes um and she, she, she could have she should have gone with ned 
she should have gone with that. I mean, yeah. but in the way she actually stood up to El Guapo when he kidnapped her, mm-hmm. she's she's very strong. She did not want to show all of her emotions because children were watching her being kidnapped by El Guapo. Mm-hmm. Um, I it's and and not only just children, but grandmothers, families, the whole town watching this happen. I can't imagine how scary that was for everyone there. Uh, and then yeah, planning a rape. 1916 weird time absolutely it's not okay to plan someone's rape it's not okay um and the jefe and his no you can't you can't just say oh it was a slip up please forgive him because ned is so cute no that's not okay you can't just be we can't just forgive people for slipping up and being non-consensual you know what happens that happens every day and why women don't talk about when they are sexually assaulted that's why this happens is because we're talking about oh it's it's a slip up no 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 we we in the consent court that we have open today mm-hmm. need to stand up for those who were non-consensually kissed and uh taken from their home okay. case closed um brad do you have anything to add I'll say, first and foremost, Ned's an adorable little gentleman. Yes, he is. He so is. He's just <laughs> fucking adorable. Um, I think we can how say, is he I mean, so this cute? Case closed on Ned being an adorable little gentleman. Yeah, absolutely. How is one human that adorable? I don't know. Just the most lovable human. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, again, I just want to say, uh, prosecution, yeah, I don't know, we're just echoing a lot of, of, uh, propaganda from the Mexican government, pro-America, uh, pro-Woodrow Wilson bullshit. Um, so, no, I, I don't like it. I think, uh, Carmen is, whether, uh, whether she's necessarily fully aware of what role she's playing in all of this, there are bigger political concerns, and I think maybe she's a patsy, maybe she's making mistakes here. I don't know what the situation is, but no, she You're gonna condemn her for taking care of her small little town of Santa Poco? That's what you're doing? You're condemning her for trying to take care of her people when, (coughs) when your hero, your hero, El Guapo, is not... Yeah, absolutely. <gasps> absolutely. I just got yeah, because out yeah. of line. Yeah, because one group again, the Germ the Germans aren't there for no reason. They aren't like I don't I don't know what what the prosecution thinks the Germans are doing there, why they're delivering weapons, what the point of this is. Like what we know is that Germany wanted Mexico to join the war against the United States to get American land back. Like that that was that was the offer on the table. I there's no other reason for the German to be a part of this. It doesn't make sense. So, yeah, clearly there are larger elements going on here, and that's what's going on, and clearly El Guapo is someone of import that they thought would be able to handle this situation. So, it's not like he still worked this, for the government in Germany. He was a smuggler and arms dealer, and he went and was trying to sell it to El Guapo. It was he was selling it to a crime lord. That's what he was doing. Is the prosecution working for the CIA? Because, mm. like, I don't know how you, like, oh, he's he's not affiliated with the German government. He just happens to be an arms smuggler that is say, negotiating in another country. Can I just say, 
is not CIA court. We will not have any it CIA, CIA here. I have um, done a thorough background check on you both to make sure you are not CIA, and I can confirm that the prosecution is not CIA because we don't have any filthy CIA riffraff in this court either. Thank mm. you. Which Thank is you. why uh, Pete Buttigieg will never be a part of this court. Nope. <laughs> uh, he tried. For so many reasons to be. <laughs> he tried, and I said, nope, get out of here, Buttigieg. Yeah. <laughs> And then he did nothing about anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Uh, Except a bad Obama impersonation. Oh, God. And helped fix the prices for, of bread for some reason. <laughs> <sighs> Thank you for your service, Pete. Yeah. But yeah, the, 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 we know why the Germans were there. There is this... Um, if we're trying to say this guy isn't affiliated with the German uh, government, that's insane. That's absolute... He has a plane. I'm sorry. It's 1916. Like, you, planes aren't everywhere. He had there a pilot outfit. Planes. He had to have a plane. Look at what he looks like. I mean, it's that guy can't just walk around. Like <laughs> we are in World War One. There are not spare planes coming from Germany without a damn good reason not a thing what is <laughs> absolutely not we needed any plane possible no uh no 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 i don't yeah the the prosecution uh really loves the united states woodrow wilson for some reason and it disgusts and upsets me mm. case closed now i have a question i i am not that familiar with uh presidents uh past presidents of the united states my knowledge of woodrow wilson is uh is trying to remember where he sat in the uh, Hall of Presidents in <laughs> Disney World. It was one of the places Brad booed for sure, so... <laughs> Definitely. Okay. As long as I know if it was that was going to be my next question, was this a boo or a cheer? Uh, are we talking better or worse than Taft, Brad, is what I need to know. <clears throat> oh, I... Well, I um, boy. Well... God, they're both terrible in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think I, I, I hate to give it to Taft, but yeah, he's definitely worse than Taft. Wow. Okay. So I think we need. Right. I think we need like outside of our courtroom today. I, I really need Brad to give me a list of the order of which. Yes. <laughs> oh, how terrible fuck. these presidents. But yes. I don't know because, like you're saying, Brad. Like I agree, some of these presidents are just terrible in their own special way. Yeah. So I would love for you I, to I do know, a rating, Brad. Yeah, I just don't know how you would. <laughs> just... I think it might break you, Brad, but I would be willing to sacrifice you to get this list. <laughs> <laughs> to sacrifice using human to get this list. Yes. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Here's the bottom. George W. Bush. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who's at the top, Brad? God, it's probably it's probably FDR, but he's he's also, also terrible. Just yeah. terrible. They're all terrible. <laughs> I mean, he yeah, but he had concentration camps. Yeah, so. I was gonna say like I I personally fucking hate him. So that's but yeah. that's is because it's near and dear to my heart. But yeah. also like I'm I'm just but I get it. But I get it. I understand absolutely. Yeah. I understand why. I just I but again, they're all just terrible. Yeah, if you are yeah. a human in the world who wants to be president of the United yeah. States, like that's your mm-hmm. goal, your dream, your ambition, you can fuck off because there yep. is something mentally wrong with you. Yep. Uh, you are already a terrible human for even wanting to be president. Like that yep. automatically puts you in a column of humans that I don't need to deal with because you are terrible. Agreed. So. I said it. Case closed. Case closed is done that. Case closed. Fuck off on that. 
But Absolutely. what about the uh, the trial of El Guapo? Um, yeah. I think I've made my decision. Oh, wow. But I'm going to go and enjoy some of these lovely tamales, ha- uh, hairless cat, Mexican hot chocolate, churros. What else do you guys bring me? Um, Salma Hayek. Um, and I will be I will be back presently. Uh, so please talk amongst yourselves. Will do. I got a, a lovely coffee delivered to me in my home, so that's yeah. nice. Wow. Oh, I'm not here. Not sorry. Coffee delivered. Oh, no, sorry. I just, <laughs> I'm in the other room. Sorry. No problem. No problem. Uh, oh man, Brad, what a case. But also, um, we I get just, to talk about Ned, I'm so... Sorry. Yeah, can I just read something from Wikipedia? Oh, Could I had to pull it up? <laughs> um, response to racial violence. Uh, I'm just gonna skip down a little bit. Uh, <laughs> this migration racial- sparked race riots, including East St. Louis riots in 1917. In response to these riots, but only after much public, m- after much public outcry, Wilson asked uh, the Attorney General if the federal government could intervene to check on, to check on these. Uh, Wilson did not to direct any action against the riots. No. Uh, uh, but, but, but wait, hold on. Wilson. Okay, Wilson did speak out against lynching at one point. I would speak out against lynching now that happened in Orlando a couple days ago, but then, of course, the police are saying it's suicide. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm back. Ta da. Oh, hey. Hey. That's how I always appear in court. Ta da. <laughs> did you like the way I flicked my cloak around my, uh, my, my head like this? I. Whoa, that's pretty <laughs> thank fancy. You. Thank you, thank you. Uh, I've been, I would say I've been thinking about this long and hard, but I really haven't. I've just been enjoying my churros and chocolate, so thank you How were much. they? How was everything? Oh, it was amazing. It was delightful. Nice. Churros, the best food ever. The best food. Mm. I had some churros a couple of days ago, and they were, they were horrible. They were undercooked. They were not nice. <gasps> I oh, was not happy. No. They didn't have enough cinnamon sugar on them. I was very disappointed. But these ones today, they were lovely. Thank you, friends. I will um, say, I've had, I've had really weak churros like that, and I've had really over crispy churros yes, and it's yes. like why can't mm, churros yes. like you gotta just be in the middle it's fine exactly. you just gotta be in the middle then they're perfect it's like a donut just be in the middle yeah just be yeah. in the middle absolutely so i've considered these cases i would like you all to rise please all right um uh, thank you and um okay i've been thinking about them um I do not believe for one instant that the three amigos were even aware of the political situation going on in Mexico at the time. Probably not even the world. I feel like, you know, so they might have been pawns, um, but they were not representatives of America. This is why I didn't bring charges against the three amigos, just want to say. Oh, what's that? (laughs) (laughs) I said that's why I, this is why I I didn't bring charges against the three amigos. Okay. Okay. Okay, then. Um... They're three, they're two idiots and one adorable tiny human. So um, I don't think they were being brought in for any particular, you know, uh, uh, yeah, anyway. So I, El Guapo, he he might have had, think he's doing good, but he was absolutely extorting this small village of Santa Poco that have no money but a surprising amount of black fabric. Um, Where did they get the black fabric from? I don't know, but he was absolutely extorting these poor people. So, guilty as charged. Well done, Tammy. Um, he's not protecting the town by burning it down. Um, that's not how, how protection works. Um, that is absolutely arson. He could have killed many people, including that adorable small boy. I'm not talking about Ned this time. I'm talking about the little boy who lived in the village. He was very cute. Like, you can't be doing it. And all those adorable old seamstresses. I love them. So, absolutely guilty of arson. Planning to rape Carmen. This is where it gets difficult. 
because he did not actually rape Carmen, planning to do it. People think a lot of crazy things and if we talk about finding someone guilty of that, then that is, we're getting into thought crime territory and it's tricky. He didn't actually do it. He didn't take any actions. He wasn't like, I don't know, drugging her or anything like that to, to then rape her. So I'm gonna say not guilty, but that was a tough one. Uh, and he absolutely kidnapped Carmen. You can't steal a person without their consent. That's kidnapping. So he's guilty of kidnapping. I'm sorry, Brad. Ludicrous. Um, Non-consensually kissing Ned. Look, we all would like to kiss Ned. He's a delightful human. He's in the top 10 humans ever. Um, but you can't just grab him and kiss him. This is consent court, as I said. So absolutely guilty, 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 guilty. Apart from that one charge. Well done, Brad. No, no, no. I'll, I'll grant the last one. I'll grant the okay, last one. Thank you, I mean, thank you. There's no defense. No defense. You can't be doing that to to uh, to Ned, greatest human. Especially in consent court. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe in another we, court. But but again, he is he is just adorable yeah. Yeah. little fellow. Maybe in kissing court, but not in consent court. As 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 we've uh, well, I know Brad had mentioned on another podcast, and I also say in the year of the Barbie movie, consent court is the most important, and we cannot go Absolutely. around non-consensually mm-hmm. kissing people. If the Barbie mm-hmm. movie has taught us nothing, so, mm-hmm. um, guys. Thank you so much for for joining me and discussing this crime. Uh, Thank you, guys. I am, you know, the, the three amigos, I, I was a little concerned about doing this case, and I didn't want to share this up front, because I love the three amigos mm-hmm. so much, and everything, you know, the way that they were just straight-up heroes, even though they did not intend to be. But then they're, you know, especially with Ned, his true colors showed mm-hmm. through, and he became the hero he was always meant to be on the inside, and he showed it on the outside. I love it. Um, but I was just always, I'm just always concerned because, you know, in our cases, we have to bring to task things that happen. And I'm like, oh no, if I rewatch this yeah. documentary and they and something is like tragically brought up against my faves, I will be so upset. So I, I'm just, I'm so glad that that didn't happen today. Mm-hmm. Um, and I appreciate you both for taking this adventure with me. Oh, we appreciate you too. Indeed. Well, next time on the podcast, we are covering a case that Claire and I actually are not as aware of as Mm. Brad. So, um, Brad, thank you for bringing a case to our attention. Uh, It's going to be the podcast versus Jingle All the Way, holiday crime. This is, uh, well, at least it takes, I say it's a holiday crime, but it takes place around the holidays. Mm -hmm. Uh, Indeed. So we will dip into that. Every holiday season, there's one toy everyone has to have. I want the Turbo Man action figure with the arms and legs that move, and the Rocket Roar jetpack, and the Boomerang shooter. Getting it is every child's dream. Whoever doesn't can be a real loser. Finding it. You got the doll, right? Is this father's nightmare. I'll get that toy. I promise. Whoa! Nothing like waiting till the last minute, Howard, sir. Especially on Christmas Eve. Turbo Man, you're mine! They're all gone. These two are looking for a Turbo Man. (laughs) Where's your Christmas spirit? The last one just left. Now, it's two fathers. This is war. One mission. 
good baby. <laughs> and every man for himself. I think maybe, you know, we could join up as a team. You know, like, like Starskin Hutch. We're well, late delivery of Turbo Man at Toy Works. Let's go. Is there a problem, officer? <laughs> you can never do too much to make a child's Christmas magical. Hey, buddy. <laughs> From the director of Mrs. Doubtfire. You want a Turbo Man for Christmas? Forget it. I'm not going to sit in your lap. Tony, show That was taken this morning. And from the director of the Flintstones. Don't open that up. No, no, no. Of course, there's uh, some assembly required. You know what you guys are? Nothing but a bunch of sleazy con men in red suits. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Sinbad. I work for the post office and I'm unstable. Tell him. This man is totally insane. Thank you. Christmas comes, but once a year. No! Jingle all the way. You picked the wrong day. Brad, do you want to tell us who is running the court next time? All right, <coughs> so next time for judge, judge jury, jury, and, and executioner, executioner as judge, me. Ooh. Fancy. Prosecution, uh, Tammy. <laughs> Claire, you will be defending. Nice. You will be defending and jingle all the way. I'm ready. Um, you know, I'm so not ready because will... I haven't even watched the documentary, but I'm ready in my heart. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm not ready to prosecute either because I also have not watched the documentary. <laughs> Brad is There's always... There's a lot of crimes. A lot of crimes. <laughs> I'm ready to judge them. <laughs> yeah, as I say, Brad's always in judge mode, so... Yeah. <laughs> Nice. Uh, all right. Uh, anything else for the crimes that we covered today in our documentary, The Three Amigos? I don't think so. Just like if anyone has access to all the little the little Neddy films and can like oh, yeah. send those to us, then please, because mm-hmm. I really want to watch them all. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, yeah. I would love to watch them. Uh, yep. That was it, really. All right. Well, then we're out of here. Fuck off. Case closed. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via truetruecrime at reactionary-sass.com. Join our Absolutely True True Crime Facebook group and follow us at True True Crime on Twitter. Call the SAS line 321-710-4947 and maybe you can help solve a mystery. Our other podcast and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sass.com.